taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC buds. Yes, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars, and our rock star today is friend of the show, friend of mine, Ms. Jenny Marvin, who you all know is the Search Engine Land Associate Editor and Paid Media Reporter. But that's not just Search Engine Land, is it? It's all of Third Door, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, includes well, Marketing Land and MarTech Today now. So Wow. Yeah. And you're also you're also involved in um, the content of the SMX shows. Correct. Yes. And Martech as well. Um, no, not on Martech. Um, although I have had the pleasure of attending, um, and I'll be out at the uh, one in San Francisco, which is going to be in April. So it's a really interesting show um, conference with. Um, a whole different focus, and yeah. it's it's been it's been really great. Getting yeah, I have not had to attend to attend yet, but uh, I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, yeah. And what are the great. what are the dates of the other SMX shows this year? Uh, let's see. So SMX West is coming up next uh, next month, and that is March thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. And actually, on the 12th, I'll be running a, um, a workshop on social media advertising. So that's nice. a full day of uh, deep dives into social ads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's been going well. And then advanced is in June? Advanced is June. And that is, let me just, con- uh, yes, that is the 12th and the 13th of June in Seattle. Great. And yeah. then East would be in October? Um, actually, I think we're going to be alternating. This is new. We're going to be alternating West and East, although there's discussions about uh, mixing it up. for. Okay. Um, but there will not be New York in the fall. So oh. stay tuned for news. I know. I know. Wow. Mixing it up. Yes. Well, I know there's going to be a, um, a third MarTech conference, uh, and I think there were um, Javits issues, <coughs> excuse me, in New York. So, yeah, changing uh, it up a bit. So, yeah. yeah, exciting stuff. So, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. But um, for sure, West in uh, well, no, wait. For sure, <laughs> East, I guess, in 2019. But we'll 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 see how it all fleshes out. But um, for now, we do not have an October, uh, uh, fall or October gotcha. conference scheduled. Yeah. Well, as the sole person responsible for high quality PPC content in all con- conferences and publications, uh, you have a unique. Uh, viewpoint on, I think, um, things that you think are going to be coming up in 2018. Now, we're taping this a month into 2018, but um, what do you see coming? Um, I see 
several things. One, I think that uh, what's going to be really interesting is to watch how privacy regulations in the EU start to affect how we do business here in the U.S. Um, And so in May of this year, uh, the EU's General Data Protection Regulation, aka GDPR, will kick in, and that is going to affect anyone um, who collects data on residents of uh, EU countries, and that will impact anyone, including in the U.S., any businesses operating in the U.S., Mm. that collect uh, data on users in those countries. So it's a huge change, Um, and we've seen the EU really take a um, much bolder stance in terms of privacy uh, and also on um, uh, uh, monopoly (laughs) and antitrust Regulation. We saw Google get slapped for shopping um, last year with a massive fine. So I think you know there's going to be a lot of pressure on um, on tech platforms coming from the EU, and how that will play out in the U.S. is going to be, I think, really interesting to watch. And uh, to some extent, we're really seeing a divergence of um, what the internet's going to look like. Um, in these two major markets, and certainly gotcha. net neutrality has a role in that as well, depending on how that actually ends up playing out. Okay, so if you're an advertiser in the EU now, uh, how does this affect you? For example, are you still allowed to use remarketing lists and custom lists or email lists? Uh, mar- remarketing will be uh, dramatically impacted, mm. I believe. And one problem here is that how this is actually going to play out is still nebulous. So basically, the uh, rule says that you need to get uh, consent to track users. And part of the... Per user. Per user. And then part of the confusion then is it's <coughs> not just per user, but it's per uh, instance of uh, oh. of collecting data okay. and uh, per different type of data. So, so it's interesting. There's a um, really great article uh, on MarTech Today, actually, uh, with an interview from one of the folks at uh, PageFair, and he is one of the only ones that will come out and say, this is going to be a really big mess <laughs> for, for advertisers. Uh, you know, a lot of the platforms, a lot of the um, uh, retargeting firms have said, you know, we've got this all covered. How it actually ends up playing out in practice and how it's enforced, I think there's still uh, a lot to be seen. Um, and so how much retargeting can actually be done is I think still up for debate and right. we'll have to see how that plays out. So, so ostensibly uh, from what you're saying, every visit to a page or at least a site would possibly have a pop-up that says, we are about to drop a cookie on your machine that tracks you uh, for this yeah. session. Right. And I think also then if you think about it 
further. So often, you know, if you have Ghostry uh, plug-in, you'll see that there are, you know, sometimes like 27, 30 or more trackers on a page. Mm. And so is the user going to have to consent to getting tracked by every single one of those <laughs> those trackers? So you can see how this could quickly become cumbersome right. from a user standpoint and, um, and, and a really awkward and um, trying situation for the trackers and, sure. and marketing platforms. And it does, I mean, it really goes to how important first-party data is going to be, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And we're seeing that already with Apple's stance with intelligent tracking prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is uh, going to be a big challenge for companies that are just reliant on third-party data and we've seen that with, you know, Critio has been struggling uh, in the market. And I think, you know, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But there's going to be a, a premium on companies that have direct relationships with their uh, with their consumers. Okay, let's take this a step further. So, so I mean, take this to an extreme. Uh, it's bye-bye remarketing. Um how about other kind of audience targeting, like uh, Google's um, in-market audiences? I guess they would be affected as well. Uh, yes, you would think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes. I Now, Google and um, I believe Microsoft has already come out as well and said that yes. they are, you know, they're... <clears throat> in terms of GDPR, they're doing everything they need to do uh, to to be compliant. The details are scant on mm-hmm. exactly what that means and what they've done. And so, I mean, I I really think the jury's still out on exactly how this is all going to play out. And I have a feeling it will take some time to really understand what the implications are going to be and what the user experience is going to be. So, um, but there are massive fines at stake here. So it's, um, it's Chilling. important for businesses to get, to be paying attention to this. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> yes. so ironic that in in this day and age of audiences are, are so important that people are starting to talk about the death of keywords uh, the prospect of audiences being restricted or, or even frozen is crazy. I know. I know. And one of the things I've been writing about more recently is the um, rise of addressable TV and being able to target audiences on uh, OTT, but also linear, uh, any sort of video, div- basically any video, depend- doesn't matter how it's delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just kind of going to your point of another instance where we're finally getting to a point where data can be used in a whole other host of screen applications and we'll have to see. I mean, again, that's, that's still, those are primarily, um, you know, you can stay within the U.S. for that targeting, but 
still how um, how that trickles down GDPR and e-privacy and all that trickles down to U.S. Uh, businesses will right. will be interesting to watch. Well, speaking of great news, we've got some messages from our sponsors. So, um, Ginny and listeners, uh, why don't you do what I'm about to do? Crack open your fifth beer of the morning and <laughs> stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Ginny Marvin, the uh, paid search maven of Third Door Media. And let's see, we just covered uh, the possible death of audiences. Uh, What's next on your radar? So Google, a couple of weeks ago, uh, announced that consumers can actually mute retargeting ads from their my account uh, uh, info in their when they're signed into Google, and so they can actually go in and mute ads and see who the advertisers that have been uh, or are currently retargeting to them. Mm, yeah, that's big. Yeah, so I think you know it's really that it's part of the. Um, the signal <laughs> that there are there have been many over the last you know six to nine months to marketers and ad tech to clean up the way that we've been thinking about retargeting and to be more strategic and user conscious right. <laughs> and conscientious <laughs> about right. um, about using marketing and so my hope is that. Uh, some of these restrictions and some of these, you know, sort of new awareness um, at the consumer level does help 
spur marketers to think more strategically about marketing and kind of clean up the experience for all of us. Um, so that would be things like tapping impressions. It could be segmenting lists so that um, the ad messaging is more relevant to the the yeah. audience subset. Yes, and things like you know if somebody has already put something in their cart and you retarget them right with endless impressions that's annoying if somebody's bought the product and then continues to get uh retargeted that's even more annoying i mean we all know those stories so um it's kind of been one of those yeah i know it happens uh you know and i think now it's really going to be a think strategically all the way through the process of who is seeing these ads and doesn't yeah, make thing, sense. One thing that would be interesting is what happens when you mute an advertiser? Does that mean you don't see their ads ever again? It's for 90 days. Ah, okay. Yeah. So there's incentive there. I mean, I, I'm i not sure how many users are actually going to be using that because it is somewhat buried in their... Um, in their account and so they're going to have to know about it and actively seek it out but uh, it could be something that becomes more and more uh, popular among users as word sort of spreads about it gotcha yeah um, there, there's one topic I, I know I know you've thought a lot about and, and written about that I want to make sure we get to and that is um, in 2018 uh, what's going to happen that is influenced by the famous buzzwords, AI and machine learning? Oh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, really, uh, everything at this point, from a product development standpoint, uh, for both Bing and Google, are underpinned with AI, machine learning, automation at some level and um i was you know i was thinking about this this morning actually when i was uh in the new adwords interface everyone's favorite um (laughs) and i know i mean i have i have lots of issues with that new interface Mm -hmm. but i have been struck by both google and bing's drastically improved opportunities recommendations Hmm. and those are all uh that's all ai all machine learning driven and you know i you know remember those days where you'd get the opportunity pop-ups and in adwords and they were invariably spend more raise your budget add five thousand keywords (laughs) yes (laughs) and now they are so much more sophisticated and uh and often, you know, are saying, lower your budget, clean out these duplicative keywords that have been, you know, annoying you, but now we're just going to make it a, a quick checkbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, lower budgets, you know, there are, and, and, and the whys behind those recommendations, um, both Bing and Google have gotten incredibly um, better at those opportunity suggestions. Yeah, they should be paid attention to rather than traditionally ignored. Yes, right. Yeah, and that I mean that's a real um, change in habit for for managers to oh, yeah. 
to actually pay attention to those because, you know, for years they were sort of, you know, eye rolled. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I, I do think that's one way that kind of has been under the radar mm-hmm. in how machine learning's playing a role in in the in search but also i mean the how we see ads evolve i think is going to be interesting i mean that has been this sort of um trend we've seen for the last several years in terms of automation getting injected into um, ad creation and ad optimization, but we're now, you know, sort of at this new level where, I mean, certainly with Google switch to optimize or don't, um, or however they actually phrase it, um, <laughs> but with that, with ad rotation is, um, a, a huge shift. Right. Um, but then, I mean, there's so many, um, creative uh, automations now that you know there's always this thought of when are we just going to lose control right. <laughs> entirely <laughs> yeah. um, I just saw today a, an advertisement for an, what, what is to me a new service I think it was called uh, Atomic AI you heard of that? oh no it's, it's a um, service that uh, says they uh, examine your AdWords account, and then, based on this mysterious AI and machine learning, uh, write great ads for you. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, if you think about uh, that, that's that's really interesting. I mean, Google's smart display campaigns aren't totally there. I mean, you no. still give them some inputs. But I think that is a very strong indication of where things are going to go. And I, for one, feel like this isn't all bad. And the loss of control in areas where uh, there is actual <laughs> improvements made uh, by machines versus humans having to manually uh, control every aspect of our campaigns is in the long run a really good thing and I hope will give marketers much more opportunity to be strategic rather than having to be not just tactical but doing nitty gritty dirt shoveling all day. <laughs> um, and because that's uh, not efficient it's not an efficient way to use resources or um, or have to pay people and spend money on um, you know things like keyword calling, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think the concern comes more in when we're talking bidding algorithms. Right. right? Hey, hold on, hold on, just a second, because that's okay. a great topic that I want to come back to when we. Return from our messages from our sponsors. I'm going to crack open. I'm not really drinking beer here. I wouldn't do that. It's wine coolers. Uh, Yeah, Bartles and James. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do. 
because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Jenny Marvin, headed for the close of the show. So let's talk about um, AI and machine language as it pertains to bid automation. It's come a long way, and I'm wondering whether uh, you think it's going to evolve this year. I think it will definitely evolve. I think it has come a long way. I think there are still gaps and uh, areas where advertisers still need to be very watchful of what's happening in their campaigns. Um, And, you know, one thing that's interesting, I think, in terms of bid automation is data thresholds. You know, Mm -hmm. this effect different sized advertisers in different ways and uh, all of this all of the machine learning and um, AI obviously depends on massive amounts of data and so the smaller advertisers to some extent are really reliant more so on how these platforms are basically aggregating data and um and and so I think there's still a lot of room for improvement uh-huh. in these areas, and I think that um, we can be sort of lulled into a false sense of complacency. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and it's we're we're not there yet to be able to do this <laughs> to uh, to walk away from right. um, you know from from these algorithms, and um, and that really that goes to businesses of all sizes but uh i you know the smaller and mid-sized businesses that have fewer uh probably fewer tech resources at their disposal Mm -hmm. and um and you know probably fewer you know certainly data science resources and things like that are going to be to some extent disadvantaged i think in the short term on um, as, as this, all the platforms really kind of migrate and um, and and move quickly towards 
fully automated uh, bidding. So I, I think, you know, there's so much promise there, but I would mm-hmm. just really caution that we're not, <laughs> we're not at a utopian point yet. Yeah. And to your, to your point, you know, I, I don't think that advertisers that use automated bidding think enough about the number of data points that uh, a good any any algorithm will require. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 we're we're far away from the day when uh, an algorithm could do intelligent bid management on you know three conversions a month. Right. Right. So. <laughs> right. And. So. Yeah, the more the better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, and you, and that's why you see uh, people talking about micro conversions, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and those can be great indicators, but they are not the same as a sale. Um, so, you know, just people need to just be thinking about what does that signal mean? What is that micro conversion signaling in terms of potential? Uh, Value. End of the day value exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Not that microconversions using them is bad. It's not at all. I think it's you know they can be incredibly helpful uh, as signals. Right. So a microconversion in B two B might be a a um, newsletter sign up as opposed to a free trial sign up. Right. And a right. microconversion in B two C might be uh, request more information rather than. Uh, go ahead and make the sale. And each of the microconversions has a value. Uh, you just have to calculate that value and maybe set your CPA targeting to that rather than to the ultimate conversion event. Right. Yeah. And then that can get um, that can get challenging. I do think once, you know, in terms of B2B in particular, one of the things that's becoming so much easier is connecting the dots between the ad click uh, to download to how sales followed up with that lead to um, is it a qualified sales lead and all the way down through to sales that process is finally um, getting transparent because of um, because of the tech being able to link in with uh, with Salesforce, for example, and being able to upload mm-hmm. that that data. So that's another example of being able to add more data inputs into our marketing uh, campaign channels to be able to really understand what's working and what's not and allocate accordingly. So that stuff's exciting. It is exciting. And unfortunately, we have run out of exciting time. <laughs> it's we'll have yeah, definitely do it again. It goes too quickly when, when you're on. Um, so thanks, Jenny. I appreciate uh, your, your being on today. Hey, David. Always great to chat. And listeners, thanks for being here. And come back for another episode of PPC Rockstars. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.